0: You're listening to Rise of the Vikerold from World of Warcraft Wrath of the Lich King. Released on November 13th, 2008, composed by Russell Brower. BG Maniacs, welcome to another episode of BG Mania, a video game music podcast. Another bonus episode, I should say. I, of course, am your host, Brian. And no, I'm not going to be solo on this episode. I'll introduce my special guest here shortly. Real quick, if you'd be so kind, head on over to Apple Podcasts or whichever app you've chosen to listen to us on and drop us a quick rating and a review. It really does help us out in terms of visibility so that this show continues to grow. And remember, we are on Patreon now as well. Patreon.com forward slash RPG era. Check out our tiers, see what we're doing, and if you feel inclined, toss us a couple bucks each month. If not, continue to listen to the episodes as they upload each week works wonders as well. And of course, special shout out to current executive producers, JexX and Zenku. This is now the last episode to go up in order to get caught up On our backlog of BG Mania episodes that uh, needed to post before the spooky season of October kicks off here on BG Mania and in BG Mania land, Bedroth and I will be sitting down tomorrow night to record our first episode of that, and hopefully, if all goes according to plan, if I'm able to uh, squeeze the time out and get the audio back in time, we might actually even have that episode up on Wednesday. I've definitely felt refreshed over the past couple days, which is... Why you've seen such an influx of episodes post. I mentioned it before. If you missed the previous episodes, go check them out. We did spotlight episodes on Metal Hellsinger. We did spotlight episodes on Splatoon 3. Bedroth and I sat down and did an episode on Grandparents for Grandparents Day. And just yesterday, Radio Hour, Volume 51, uploaded. And it's a really great edition of Radio hours, so make sure you go check that out as well. This episode I had planned to actually put up this past Saturday, so this is actually only posting two days late. And like I said, after this we're going to be caught up. But this bonus episode, we're going to be focusing on the music found within the expansion Wrath of the Lich King for World of Warcraft. As you guys know here on BG Mania, I absolutely adore the music found within World of Warcraft. And, you know, I I am a fan of the game as well. I took some time off. I definitely took quite a big break over the last few years from the game because of its decline in popularity, its decline in just being good, and a lot of the scandals that were going on within Blizzard. But with Wrath of the Lich King Classic recently releasing on September 26th, Wrath being one of my favorite, if not my favorite expansions that World of Warcraft has ever done. I definitely got sucked back in, and I've even kind of been dipping my toes a bit into the alpha for Dragonflight, the new expansion coming out in November. And I'm really looking forward to playing an Evoker, healing on one of those classes. It it just looks and plays so much fun. And we've done spotlight episodes on the music in Warcraft before. We definitely did... A spotlight episode on the music found in just Vanilla Warcraft, the original Warcraft. We've done a spotlight episode on the music in the Burning Crusade. I know we've done spotlight episodes on Battle for Azeroth and Shadowlands. So it's only fitting that we keep the train rolling. And I usually try to tie these, whether it's around a release for an expansion or re-release or something major for that expansion. We're going to keep the ball going until we actually have done spotlight episodes on all of the expansions for world of warcraft and i wanted to do this episode with somebody else that i know is a big not only a big blizzard fan but also a big world of warcraft fan so i will have a special guest joining me after the break and after we listen to our first block of three tracks so that being said i hope you guys enjoyed this episode i know i had a lot of fun putting it together picking the music that was going to be played during it and obviously I've been having a freaking blast being back in Northrend and leveling up to 80 on my trek to eventually take down the Lich King once again in Icecrown Citadel. But my guest and I have a lot to chat about. I don't want to give it away even though it's in the show notes, so if you read them you already know who it is. And (laughs) that being said, let's go ahead and kick to our first block of three tracks here featuring two of the best tracks found on the Wrath of the Lich King soundtrack. I definitely stacked this first block here. We're going to kick things off with Howling Fjord from World of Warcraft, Wrath of the Lich King. This released on November 13th, 2008, and it was composed by Derek Duke. Next up, let's go ahead and take a listen to Totems of the Grizzle Maw, otherwise known as the Grizzly Hills music, from World of Warcraft, Wrath of the Lich King. This released on November 13th, 2008, and it was composed by Russell Brower. Closing out this block, we're going to take a listen to Crystal Song from World of Warcraft, Wrath of the Lich King, released on November 13th, 2008, and composed by Russell Brower. Coming back in, I am joined by a very special guest. He is the co-host of the Max Level Podcast every week. He is also the host of the Media Files. It is Kyle.
1: I'm not that special. No, you're not
0: that special. And you've been on BG Mania
1: before. Yeah, I've been on a few times. Yeah,
0: you've been on here a few times with me.
1: We talked about Burning Crusade, I think, when that came out.
0: We did, and I think I might have talked about... I may have talked about Shadowlands with Sean, unless I did that
1: with you. No, that was me too. (laughs) Okay,
0: well, I know I did one of them, and maybe it was Battle for Azeroth. I know Uh, I did one with Sean. There was one that I did with Sean, um... But yeah, I, I tend to always like to have you on whenever we are doing a focus on music found within World of Warcraft, and oh,
1: oh, we well did the we did the early elementary educational games episode together.
0: We did do that one as well. Yes, we did that was do a that fun one. one yeah. yeah, that was fun. Where we, uh, yeah, that was a good episode actually. Yeah. yeah, and I almost I almost revisited that this year actually, but decided not to. Um, we were going to do a potential part two or a, a different take on that, but we ended up scrapping it for something else, and I can't remember which one. I, I think it was the Funeral music episode. I think that ended up replacing that. Uh, Went
1: from one spectrum, <laughs> one spectrum. One end to the, of the other. Of early, to early
0: education to death. I thought it made to sense. Death. I thought it made sense. But this is another bonus episode. So this is bonus episode number 26 of BG Mania and it's a very timely one because Wrath of the Lich King classic just released on September 26th so it's been five out now ago. for yeah less than a week as of the time of recording you and I are sitting down to record this very late into the day technically it's early morning for me on October 2nd it's 1am it's still October 1st for you uh, still Saturday night but technically Sunday for me even though shit it's it's still Saturday night. night I don't I don't count it as the next day until I officially go to sleep yeah, I'll be going sweet. to sleep for like that's five sweet. or six hours anyway I'll be up to like yep. 6 or 7 a.m., but yeah, um, playing World of Warcraft, Wrath of the Lich King. Yes. And uh, as we record this episode, you and I are sitting here playing. I am currently level 75, running through Dragonblight. You are 71, 71. also in Dragonblight, though you shouldn't uh-huh. be. You're probably going to head back to the Howling Fjord now that you're done with Real that dungeon soon, you were yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You were running Asgill Narub. Uh-huh. And... Uh, the worst dungeon of the expansion. It probably is. I mean, there's a couple... Yeah, okay, dungeons and... In in Wrath, but, you know, there's some really good ones as well, especially as we get later into the expansion, right? Like, when those three dungeons that are tied to Ice Crown come out, those are some pretty good dungeons with some there great lore. There are some great I, dungeons yeah. and
1: great raids in this, in this expansion. Yeah. And, I, and I'm
0: really looking forward to getting to re-experience this all again, so kind of what I want to do here, and this tends to be the case when I have you on the show, like, we don't talk a ton about the music, we do play music, and I will intro the next blocks when we get to them. Um, but we don't like Bedroth and I, when we sit here and we, we do one of these episodes, right? We, especially Bedroth, he's much more musically knowledgeable than I am when it comes to different styles and, and being able to talk about different things in music. Whereas I just, you know, just bullshit my way through it. But, you know, it's a, this made me feel like this, right? But sure, um, yeah. I like I, this song. Yeah, pretty much. I've taken the Frank route at this point. But I want to talk about the expansion and I want to talk about the feelings and and like our experience i guess if that makes sense so from basically you know what you start us off because you're the guest right and people on bg mania they don't get to hear you talk that often except for the ad every episode um
1: this is kyle and one day you can be too
0: one day you can be too and today is now today, um that day is today So, Wrath of the Lich King came out in 2008. What is your experience with this expansion?
1: I actually was living abroad when this expansion first released. Uh, so I did not play this expansion on release technically uh but I did play it shortly after I returned to the states and started living in the US again um but I I was very familiar with World of Warcraft I had been playing uh vanilla and uh burning crusade prior to moving abroad and I didn't play any while I was living abroad and so uh came back to the United States and started playing this expansion and I and I do have to say too that that fall and winter weather in my mind is synonymous with two things it's it's synonymous with Pokemon because that's all when a new Pokemon game releases. Mm-hmm. And it's synonymous with World of Warcraft, because that's traditionally when World of Warcraft releases, their new expansions and some of their big updates is during the fall and winter months, typically in November, all the same time around Pokemon.
0: Yeah, look at Dragon Blight coming out soon, November exactly, 28th. Exactly, yeah.
1: and look at Wrath of the Lich King just releasing right at the beginning yeah. of fall. And so... This is this is the time of year that I really start to get nostalgic for games like this, for, the, for these two franchises specifically. And I consider Wrath of the Lich King, if not the peak of World of Warcraft, then close to the peak of World of Warcraft. I think it's almost as good as World of Warcraft
0: ever got. Well, it's certainly the peak for player base. They had almost 13 million people playing from 2008 to like 2012.
1: Right, right. And... But even still, just content-wise, you know, when you run around these zones, when you look at the zones, when you look at the characters and the, and the dungeons and, and the new armor and gear that you get, there was a lot of care and attention paid to the to the construction of this expansion pack to wrath of the witch king and so i i will say that i'm i'm happy to be back into it because it is that time of year it just started cooling down where i live we just started getting kind of chillier weather at nighttime still a little warm in the middle of the day the sweater weather it's starting to get there man oh it feels so good and and i can't help it i walk outside i feel that slight breeze and my mind instantly goes to World of Warcraft, or to Pokemon. That's it. Hey, we got another Pokemon next month, too. Yeah, they are inextricably linked in my mind.
0: So, for me, I was playing still in Wrath of the Witch King. Um, It's probably... Oh, man. So, I have a lot of fond memories with with Warcraft, and from a lot of different time periods, and for a lot of different reasons. Um, Mostly because of, you know, I... And, you know, I'm playing with your group of friends now in right. in Classic and I'm Horde side, which I'm usually Alliance. So this is pretty new for me in terms of the experience I'm getting on Horde side. But you guys tend to lean heavily into the PvP aspect of the game, right? Whereas I tend to lean and have primarily always leaned on the PvE side, doing whether it's heroic dungeons or now mythic plus dungeons in retail or whatever type of raid, whether it be normal heroic or mythic raids. Um, I have always been primarily a raider, some of the the crew that I ran with back in the day like we used to push for Raiders yeah we're you know I mean are they doing it I don't even know if they're doing so hot this year yeah I did not think so yeah I thought so Um, but our particular crew was never like one that was able to push world firsts or even like server firsts or whatever but we used to try to finish all the content in a timely manner and while it was still current for that particular raid. And Wrath of the Lich King is the first expansion that I ever successfully was able to do that. So I started playing World of Warcraft just like you did in vanilla, but I didn't spend a ton of time in the original base World of Warcraft. I started my paladin, you know, I was leveling him up. I was a human paladin, but I never did any raids and I never even got to 60 before the Burning Crusade came out. Sure. And then once TBC came out, I eventually got to 60 and then obviously to 70. And I dipped my toes into the raiding scene with the with the guild that I was with at the time. Uh, I started out on Anderhall when I was in Classic and then the beginning stages of TBC. And then I took a little bit of a break. So once the Burning Crusade came out, um, I probably took almost a year off. Uh, you know, I was playing with one of my ex-girlfriends when... Uh, TBC initially came out at the end of Vanilla and then into that expansion and then we broke up and I decided that I wanted to just kind of separate myself from all that so but then one of my buddies who was in my old guild with her and I had uh, transferred to the Zul'jin server and was with a new crew there and they were raiding so I was like alright yeah I'll join you guys so I transferred my tune over there and I did Karazan and Serpent Shrine Cavern with them Um, But again, neither of them at that point were current, right? Like, this was near the end, kinda, of the Burning Crusade. Like, I don't think Sunwell Plateau was out yet, but I think the current raid was Black uh, Temple. So, um, you know, they were kind of gearing their alts and just some non-core raiders and I just was part of that group and I was able to get successfully geared through Karazan and Serpent Shrine but I never went further than that so I ended up taking a little bit of a break again because I just wasn't fitting in well with that group and I wanted to be a core raider I just, you know, wasn't really meshing well with them so I took a break until Wrath came out and when Wrath came out I started a Torin hunter actually I was going to try my hand at, on the Horde side and I was going to try something new and I leveled up to 72 on the Torrent Holy Hunter. Holy smokes. Yeah, so I got to I got to 72. I was somewhere in the Howling Fjord and I was browsing forum posts on Blizzard's website and I saw a guild looking for new members and they were Alliance side and I started chatting with those guys and we hit it off really well and we were still using Ventrilo at the time. You know, this was back in the day. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, I was jumping into their event server and chatting with them. And I was like, you know what? I I actually think this is a really good fit. And I'm still friends to this day with four or five of those guys, like Facebook friends. Like we're still not I wouldn't say close or as close as we were, but we're still friends. Right. And we still keep in touch. And, you know, we still like to see what's going on in each other's lives, even though I don't really post that many updates on Facebook because I don't use it that often. Um, but they do. And they're a little older than I am as well. They always were. Like, I was primarily one of the youngest ones in that group. And I'm not even young anymore. Well, I mean, I'm not old either at 36, but I'm not young anymore either. I'm about the age they were when I met them.
1: You're not a spring chicken.
0: Not a spring chicken. But they were always, you know, they were in their mid-30s when I met them. And I was, you know, still mm-hmm. mid-20s, early-20s at the time. Um, damn, early-20s, 2008. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. shit, yeah, I was 22. Um... <laughs> Still early 20s but I ended up race changing and faction changing that torn hunter to a dwarf hunter that became Brewseeker and he was my main character for Wrath and Cataclysm and Quite a bit of, of Pandaria as well, um, but this was the first expansion where, like you know, we ran through Naxx, we ran through Ulduar, we ran through the Trial of Champions, we ran through Ice Crown, and we were able to complete it all while it was still current, and it was so much fun. Like that's primarily why I love, and, and you know, it, obviously, Wrath is probably the lore heaviest expansion I think in terms of people that really loved as we did the original RTS Warcraft games like Warcraft 2 and 3 right with Arthas and Northrend and Lordaeron and everything going on here this was a very lore heavy expansion for for diehard fans of Warcraft and it was a big reason that I fell in love with this expansion so much and just getting to see those raids. And, you know, it, it carried through into Cataclysm and Mists of Pandaria and Warlords of Draenor and Legion. And Legion is where I kind of started slowing down. And towards the end of Legion is when we stopped raiding together. But, um, you know, throughout all those expansions, we were able to maintain current, doing everything while it was current, getting the ahead of the curve, uh, ahead of the curve achievements and just doing really well as a group. So that's why... I was really excited to get back into Wrath Classic and why I have been spending so much time. Because if you notice, like, I've tried to play with you guys before, right? Like, when the initial World of Warcraft Classic came out for vanilla, I tried. I jumped in, but I didn't stick with it. Mm -hmm. And then with Burning Crusade, you know, we got that level 60 boost, and I boosted a shaman, and I was going to play with you guys but that shaman is now sitting on some server and I'll never have access to him again.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Same place. Your hunter is oh, your, your hunter and my shaman are somewhere on sky fury. I think may they rest in peace. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Except my hunter's a little 70 and well geared. I'm still pretty ticked about it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but I just like, I never really stuck with the plans to play. And now that Wrath is the current thing, if you've noticed, like, I'm playing more than you. And I'm playing more than... I, I don't want to say more than a lot of people in the guild that we're in, but I'm playing more than some of them. You definitely. Some, some of them are still playing more than me, but as we make our way to level 80, we have one of our friends who's already level 80, and then we have two that are 75, me and Ben. So that's, like, the three highest-leveled players in our guild right now. And... Um, not Ben, Brent. Brent, um, yeah. Still trying to get used to all their names. But I plan to stick with this now. Like, now that we're in the era of Warcraft that I have the fondest memories with and and that still carries true to Cataclysm as well and we'll talk about that a little later mm-hmm. um, I don't plan on just going away at this point like this is my favorite content these are my favorite raids I still remember a lot of things about that's why I was talking to Jace like if you need any help with planning for these raids just let me know because I remember a lot of things about these raids right So, I'm really looking forward to going through this again, and I'm hoping that as a group, as a 10-man team, we'll be able to still stay current. And I know we're going to struggle a little bit, because our server queues are ungodly, right? Like, six-hour queues sometimes. They're pretty tough. uh, It's absolutely insane and rough to get through. But we might take a little while to get the entire crew to 80, and, and that's to be expected. So, we might not get started right away, and shit, we may not even actually get started until close to war coming out for Ramus. Like, we might have a delay, but whatever the case may be, like, they're making changes in Classic to where after the next tier comes out, the 10-man raids will be dropping 25-man loot, so that's still a good reason to go back and run some of these old raids, so I'm still going to have fun, and we're still going to have fun when we do it.
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: Um, but I'm a hoping good change that they made, too. It is a good change, yeah. That's actually a, an intelligent change. So, I'm hoping that we'll be able to, you know, still get through all these raids in the expansion, still have a lot of fun, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what we can do. Hopefully, I'll be healing. I'm leveling up a priest, currently leveling Shadow, because it's the only way to level, really, but I'm, I'm kind of leaning toward wanting to play Disc Priest, but if I don't end up getting to heal for this group, then, I mean, there's still room for a Shadow Priest, even though their DPS isn't the strongest, but... I'm so not a bad very player much for them just yeah
1: of the, the utility that of course they provide with their buffs
0: and i'm not a bad player so i can make any you know underperforming dps class still pretty viable um but i do hope i get to heal that is one thing that i do hope but we'll have to see what happens Um, We've been talking a while, so let's go ahead and kick to our next block of music before we continue our discussion. Let's go ahead and take a listen to The Wrathgate from World of Warcraft, Wrath of the Lich King. This released on November 13th, 2008, once again, and composed by Russell Brower and Jason Hayes. Next up in this block, let's take a listen to God Hunters, otherwise known as the Zuldrak music, from World of Warcraft, Wrath of the Lich King, released on November 13th, 2008, composed by Derek Duke. Last up in this block, let's take a listen to The Kaluak from World of Warcraft Wrath of the Lich King, released on November 13th, 2008, composed by Derek Duke. Coming back in, let's continue our discussion on the expansion in question in everybody's minds right now, Wrath of the Lich King Classic. And now that we're back in it, now that we've been playing for a few days, how do you feel being back in the mix? How do you feel leveling up to 80 once again?
1: You know what? I, I stand by it, man. I think that the zones in this game, the continent of Northrend, is probably my favorite continent in the game. All all things considered, maybe besides some vanilla zones and some vanilla content that I, that I still really just have so much fondness for, that I've got so much experience in. Uh, but I love Northrend. I love the feel of it. I love the music of it, which obviously is, you know, the uh, purpose of our errand here. But the entire feel of this continent is just so... It's a tumnal. I don't, I don't know a better word than that, right? It's, it's snowy weather. It's, you know, it's it, log cabins and fires. That's what it feels like. <laughs> That's true.
0: That is true. I think, oh man, if I had to pick a favorite zone in friend. I've got one. I think I do too. What and it's yours? probably the same as yours, Grizzly Hills.
1: It's Grizzly Hills, maybe It's it got to be Grizzly Hills. Yeah. It has
0: to be Grizzly Hills, which is a track that we listened to on our first block of music before we came in. Totems of the Grizzle Mall is the actual name of the Grizzly Hills uh, zone music. But um, it's such a well-designed zone and such a
1: beautiful zone.
0: And It is a beautiful zone. C- sitting right on top, you know, of, of Howling Fjord, which is my starting zone of choice. Um, same
1: same. I I like it better than Borean Tundra, but I don't think Borean Tundra is bad either.
0: I think Borean Tundra is definitely boring, which is why it gets the name Boring Tundra. Um, but I did now I am also a quest completionist so while playing through the expansion once again I've already finished every quest that I can do in Howling Fjord I know there's probably some that open up at 70 maybe especially for the dungeons but I'm doing the dungeons as I level up as well and, and progress through the ranks so that way I'm staying current on everything but I've completely 100 percented up to now Howling Fjord and Borean Tundra and I'm making my way through Dragon Blade, and I'm kind of dragging my feet a little bit through Dragon Blight because it's such a lengthy zone. It's one of the longest zones in Northrend, right? Um... It, it takes up almost the entire bottom portion of the continent. And there are, if you look at the achievements, just a metric ton of quests within this zone. It actually, so Borean Tundra has 150 quests in the achievement tracker, which is a lot for that zone. But Dragon Blight has 130, and then Ice Crown has 140. Right. So, those are like the three most packed zones in Northrend, whereas Howling Fjord has 105, Grizzly Hills has 75, Zuldrak has 100, Shulazar Basin has 75, and Storm Peaks has 100 as well and again there's always a little bit more quests too right like those are just the ones they always give you more because not everybody does a request especially if you're not following a guide or you haven't played before like you're skipping around I'm sure not everybody is just a completionist like I am but I like to make sure you know it's going back to that check in the box right like the Ubisoft formula where I always get sucked into with games like Ghost of Tsushima or The Witcher or even Assassin's Creed to an extent for talking legit Ubisoft formula I like to do everything as I go along So, same thing in Warcraft, right? I'm doing the quests. I'm doing them all that I have access to. Not only because it is still good experience, but there are some quests at the end of chains that actually give decent quest rewards while you're leveling up before you start raiding. So... Dragon Blight, one of my you know Zoldrak is probably another one of my least favorite zones in Northrend. Yeah, it's
1: not a not a great zone. But even still, I think that it's better than it gets credit for. I think it's just not one of the best in comparison to the other zones of this expansion.
0: Right. The only other right. and I've told and I've told you this too, the only other expansion that I think comes close in an entirety in terms of the continent and all the zones that were packed into that continent, in terms of how much fun I had through the leveling process was Mr. Pandaria in the Pandaria continent.
1: Right. Um, and I I to an extent, agree. I think that I think that Wrath is still better, and I like uh, Outlands too from Burning Crusade. But I do think that this is probably the best overall conceived zone and, and uh, continent here, right?
0: See, Outlands is okay. Now I have a lot of fun memories, and and I still rank the Burning Crusade really high in terms of like my personal favorite, and I know you do too in terms of personal favorite World of Warcraft expansions. But there are some just boring zones in the Outlands. Like, I do not like Hellfire Peninsula. I Uh, do not like Shadow Moon Valley. Um, Now you would
1: you would if you were a pvp yeah
0: i'm sure i would and i do not like blades edge mountains like i just don't yep. like oh, that yeah, zone blade's at edge all just trash yeah but i love zanger marsh i love Nagrand, and i love netherstorm like those are my three favorite zones in outlands tarakar forest is is okay sure but it's just a forest and you know it's mostly a dungeon area with Ockendown. so exactly um shatrath is a great city though but i do like Dalaran more than shatrath <laughs> fair enough
1: I don't, I don't have any, I don't have any like specific love for Shattrath. I actually think that Shattrath is rather annoying in in some ways.
0: It is, but Dalaran's a great city, and I'm actually sad on this bonus episode because we've already played the Dalaran music before. I think we played it in our town themed episode yeah. way back in the day. I'm actually sad we don't get to play the Dalaran music on this episode because it's an amazing town theme that I love. Just like Stormwind City, I think Stormwind City is still the best music in World of Warcraft. That pisses me off, by the way, dude. Why does the Horde music suck so bad?
1: Oh, come on now. Come on, no, no, there's some, there's some no, no. really good Horde music. The Horde music. music sucks. No, you suck. No, the Horde music sucks.
0: I'll not stand for that. There's some, it's just all, like, it's just boring. I mean, the Horde music is boring, whereas Alliance music, it's epic and... The barons' the jam
1: the Barons the Jam so is just like good. it's just it's, like it's quiet there's like a flute there's some drums yes African so, drums That's all it's it is African ambient. Savannah drums
0: yeah it's very whereas,
1: ambient and it's fantastic you don't
0: get ambient on the Alliance side you get like epic orchestrations and choirs you a little chanting more
1: ambiance and, maybe on the Alliance side that's all I'm saying
0: you know I, 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 I disagree but <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, okay, all right. I, I am
0: definitely you know I, I I will always be an alliance player at heart. Um, I'm the only reason I'm hoard is because you guys are. But I like that these zones in Northrend they have very recognizable music for their zones, right? Like Allen Fjord, yes. you know it when you go in there. Grizzly Hills, you know it when you go in there. I couldn't tell you the music that starts playing in Hellfire Peninsula. Right. Or Shadow I, I Moon think, Valley.
1: You know, Hellfire, I probably could, but not Shadow Terror, Moon. Car- right. terra
0: Car 4, I don't know any of the music by heart, but, like, the... Northrend music and the Pandaria music, I know like those zones all have very recognizable music that goes along with them. Sure. And I think that's why, you know, I, I appreciate those continents in those expansions so much because there's so much flavor and there's so much love poured into those particular zones that you're going through.
1: Well um, you can you can tell with the with the graphics right the the scaffolding of of wooden beams that hang over buildings and bridges and the and the tall posts that lanterns hang down from and the big ships that are sitting in bays. I mean, these are these are brand new models that were created for this expansion and the, the absolute detail that's put into them is I, I think it's unlike anything else they've done so far with the exception, like you said, Pandaria has some really, really great detail to the zones and, and the cities there, uh, but this expansion, I think, takes the cake.
0: And this is the expansion where they started to really play around with the phasing right so yes you look at the Wrathgate gate going technically half in dragon blight half in ice crown Zone, um, a very epic moment from this expansion where you're crashing through the gate into Ice Crown, and you know as you progress through that quest chain, right? You're on different phases from other players, so if you're in a different phase from somebody else, you can't see them, and that became a staple for Blizzard moving forward. They started playing around with a lot of those phasing mechanics and and changing the world as you quest. Where up to this point, we never saw any of that, so this was definitely a pivotal expansion for their game design too where things really started to evolve and where things started to change some for the better and I know in your opinion some for the worst. Absolutely, yes.
1: And and I I will say that as much as I love this sp- expansion, as much fun as I've been having with this expansion even, you know, in the last week or so, I will say that this is the expansion where you do start to see some of the s- some of the features that I will later despise. They start to take form in this expansion, and they're not in a form that I hate yet. But I can I can see where those ideas start to form in Blizzard's head, and I can I can tell like oh this was it, this is where they started to see it, you know. And, and I didn't see it the first time because those ideas weren't fully formed yet the first time I played this. But now looking at it, I'm like oh boy, you know. I, and I that's see the, the thing,
0: like retail and classic are two different games now, more or less, mm-hmm. right? Like retail Warcraft. There is no world PvP anymore unless you turn it on, right? All servers are normal servers. There's no PvP servers. You have to opt into war mode in order to partake in world PvP. Which is not a bad change for me, but for for you guys, it's a terrible change. Yeah. Um, You know, they introduced the Dungeon Finder in Wrath of the Lich King. They introduced, now more recently, you know, Horde and Alliance can group up and do dungeons together. They can do raids together. There is cross-faction everything. There's going to be cross-faction guilds at some point in Dragonflight, the new expansion that comes out in November. So they've pretty much gotten and moved away from that Horde versus Alliance mentality. So once we you know, we're going to listen to another block of music here and then we're going to come back and I'll wrap things up with you before we close out the episode. But it's a discussion you and I have had so many times I'm going to have it here on the show as well Because the more we have it The more I'm convinced Blizzard will hear it And I'm hoping they think it's a good idea
1: (laughs) We know they listen, they're big fans of the show
0: Well, BG Mania is the show That most people listen to So this is the the best chance Yes, yes (laughs) And this is the best chance that I have To get those, you know, ideas across And you know, Asmogold's talked about the ideas So guaranteed they already know But still, I want to do my part as well But um, we're going to talk about what we want to see next after Wrath of the Lich King when we come back. But before we do that, I want to say that I think Blizzard with Classic is definitely up for experimentation and keeping this game separate. And we can see that because they are not introducing the Dungeon Finder. Right. Which is a pretty big omission in my book because I don't like waiting around and I don't like trying to, you know, search for trade or have to rely on on guild members, especially again, e- even in this guild, I'm still I don't want to say an outcast. Right. But you're an outcast. Brian. I, I, I kind of am. They're not. You're not. I, I, I kind of am. But I'm not a preferred player. Whatever, however you want to say that, right? Like, you know, you 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 look at the crew that runs together. You guys have been friends for so long. I'm new, crashing into the scene. Um, I'm not going to get invited to shit. I'm not going to get invited we to. We haven't
1: hazed you yet. But, you know, and that's fine. You have to go through the hazing process. That's fine. <laughs> but for for someone like
0: myself that, you know, I know I have a spot in the raids because there's only so many people that play with you guys. Like, I know I'll have a spot in the raids, but like for five man content, I don't so for for someone like myself that still wants to experience and still wants to run these dungeons especially the heroic dungeons to get like you know pre-best and slot gear for raids and keep up and and do the dailies and grind the emblems and get gear that way it's just so much easier for someone like myself to jump into the dungeon finder queue up as a healer and let it put the group together for me Mm -hmm. and that is something i'm seriously going to miss and and you know, they're, they haven't introduced it yet. And in Wrath of the Lich King initially, it, the Dungeon Finder didn't appear until patch 3.3.5. Right. And this is the patch that Classic is built on. So that's why a lot of people thought that it was just going to be there. And And this is a very divisive topic in the Classic community already. There's a lot of people that want the Dungeon Finder in this game. Um, but I'm hoping because 3.3.5 was the ICC patch. I'm hoping that maybe by the time this expansion is winding down, the classic expansion, they may still introduce the dungeon finder. But still, it would have been nice to have it right now since the patch is built on that and it would have just made things easier while leveling up. But it, no, is and, what it is.
1: I, and for people that haven't played World of Warcraft 2, I think that that automatically sounds like a good idea to them, right? Just being able to find a group, get into the dungeons and do them. I don't like it because I like... I like server community. I think that it's an important part of the social interaction of an MMORPG and knowing the people that you're grouping with, you know, seeing their guild, hearing them in chat, right? And if somebody's inviting to a guild, somebody else might say, or to a group rather, somebody else might say, don't group with him. He's a ninja. You know, I I mean, there's there's a lot of different facets that go into why this is good, why this is bad. And I don't think it's all good, all bad. I think that it's it's a very nuanced discussion.
0: Well, I will tell you this on the Grobulus server, because it is such a packed server, I couldn't tell you who's who like I've Been randomly grouping with people doing the dungeons Um just as I see people Advertising in the zone hey need more For this dungeon I'm like yeah let's do it I'll never remember these people. Like, I'm I'm not going to remember who they are. So, server communities mean absolutely
1: nothing to me. Right. It's all about sure. the guild
0: community. Sure. That means anything to me. Sure. Um, and we have a great guild community. But, server community, I could, I could care less.
1: Yeah, go to hell, server. Yeah, go to hell, server.
0: Get smaller so we can log in quicker. Log in. The <laughs> whole hour of the day. Not have to log in at noon to hopefully play by 6 or 7 p.m. Freaking stupid Honestly. freaking stupid but let's go ahead and jump to our uh our, our next block of music here and then you and i will come back and, and have a discussion on what we want to see happen after wrath of the lich king classic so let's go ahead and take a listen to the calling from mortal warcraft wrath of the lich king this released on november 13th 2008 and composed by glenn stafford Coming up next, we're going to take a listen to Angrethar's Shadow from World of Warcraft, Wrath of the Lich King. This released on November 13th, 2008, and it was composed by Derek Duke. Closing out this block of three, let's take a listen to Thor Modan, from World of Warcraft, Wrath of the Lich King, again released on November 13th, 2008, composed by Russell Brower, Derek Duke, and Glenn Stafford. Coming back in, Kyle, let's let's continue this discussion. And this is something that we've talked about twice now on the Maximal podcast, once way back in the day when Classic was first just starting. And then once again, more recently, when Wrath of the Lich King was in its pre-patch stage and you and I were playing a lot then. And, you know, we were raiding Zulamon and uh, Karazhan just to kind of get some gear and prep for leveling to 80. Something has happened since we last talked about this, though. And that is Blizzard sent out a survey, and they sent out a survey, and they wanted to know people's thoughts on Cataclysm Classic. And in that survey, they had a lot of different ideas, right? So as you went through that survey, they told you to pick a color near the end, and re- and whatever color you picked was basically a snapshot of an idea for Cataclysm Classic, and they're talking about, and part of me thinks they're going to do a Cataclysm Classic at this point because they're I already think they sending will. out the SERP. And, and I think they will too. And that's okay in my book because, again, I love Cataclysm. Cataclysm is a great expansion in many ways. I don't necessarily like the revamps to the zones, right? Like, I, I kind of wish they would have left the zones alone. But I do like the graphical updates. I think that was a much needed thing for Warcraft to, you know, keep graphically keep it current, make it still look good. Um, Adding flying to the old world, I thought was a great addition. Right. Being able to fly around Azeroth, I thought was awesome. Um, and the actual raids in Cataclysm, like Firelands, like Dragon Soul, I thought were some excellent raids. Right, I really love Firelands and Dragon Soul. I think those two raids are phenomenal with some really great encounters. Like the uh, Deathwing Spine encounter was so unique, so it's intuitive very cool. for its it time. Is a very, like, very cool encounter. You're right. yeah, like there's a lot of things to love about Cataclysm. Zone wise, like. You know, Vestgier kind of sucks. It's all underwater and I hate it.
1: Uh-huh. It's the worst zone of the game of all time. <laughs> <ever. laughs>
0: it's terrible. Hygel is fun. I do like Hygel I think is a great zone. I think Uldum is a great zone. I love the, you know, Egyptian type feel that they did there. Grimbatol's okay or not Grimbatol, that's the dungeon. Twilight Highlands is okay. It's um, fine. It's fine. What was the other one? There was five, and that's only four that I've mentioned. I can't remember. Hyjal, Uldum, Twilight Highlands, Vazjir, and there's one additional one. What was it called? I don't Beats remember. me, bud.
1: Beats I don't me. remember. I've blocked, I've blocked out a lot of this expansion in my brain.
0: I don't remember. But I didn't mind also the introduction of the goblins and the worgen. Like, okay. I thought, you know, that was... I I like having new races introduced to the game. And I still do. like. I do, too. When Dragonflight comes out, I'm playing an Evoker. I can't freaking wait to play an Evoker in Dragonflight. I think that class just is so much fun. I played it in the alpha, and it's incredibly fun. But I think what Blizzard is going to do now with Cataclysm Classic, because, you know, my idea of after Wrath of the Witch King Classic taking... Classic Warcraft in a completely different direction with a new expansion that is exclusive to classic, whether it be the Emerald Dream, whether it be, you know, another idea that they had back in the day that they just never fully fleshed out and realized in game. I was hoping they would go that route and literally have classic Warcraft on one side, retail Warcraft on the other, with each one getting its own expansion like every two years on and on and off schedule. Like, right? Like, Dragonflight comes out in 2022. And the new expansion for classic comes out at the end of twenty twenty three, and right, right. You know, retail gets an eleven expansion in twenty twenty four at the end, and and so on and so forth. But I think they're just going to keep re releasing these expansions for classic and I really don't know when they're going to stop at this point like and I don't know that they ever will either like people are joking around that you know they're holding on to shit in prep for like Legion classic when you can transmog things onto your warlock right pets yeah. and stuff like people are kind of hoping that they're going to keep going forward and I think they will at this point but um
1: I think that's the most likely scenario um, because it's the best and easiest way for them to keep pumping out new content for this version of the game, like you said. Because it's not new content, it's old content. It's already made and they just have to kind of re-implement it into this game. Um, it's, but here's, it's, where,
0: here's where I think it's interesting, though. It, is it allows them to look at what worked and what didn't the first time around. And what the player base liked and didn't like the first time around. And that's why in that survey that they released for Cataclysm Classic, they gave everybody like all of these different options. Like, would you like this? Would you like that? Right. Do you want this? Do you want that? And I feel like when we get Cataclysm Classic, it is going to be very different from the Cataclysm that we got in 2012 on the retail servers.
1: OK, I, and I could I could see that I could see a big change in, in that sense coming. Um, and if it does, I, you know, I got to say, Cataclysm is probably overall my least favorite expansion. Yeah, I know you're not a big fan. Despite liking some of those raids, I don't like the overall expansion. I don't like the leveling process. I don't like what they did with World of Warcraft in that expansion. And so I don't know what they'd have to do to get me to come back. Because at, at this rate, if it is Cataclysm Classic is next, uh, I'm out. I, I think that's that's it for World of Warcraft Classic for me for a while.
0: So what would it take for you to play a Cataclysm classic?
1: Oh boy. I that's what I mean I don't know I think I think that cataclysm is just fundamentally not fun because of what they did with the zones like you said I think the leveling experiences is, isn't great I think most most of the dungeons aren't great I, I do like some of the raids but that's not enough to keep me in for the entire expansion right that's not enough for me to to you know keep going the entire time just to try to get into those raids so but
0: you know most of your friends are going to stick with it
1: I don't know that that's true. A lot of my really? friends really dislike it as well. Yeah.
0: Okay. But even okay. if they
1: did, even if they did, I'm not sure that it would be for me still.
0: Okay. Okay. I think at this point I'm in on classic. Like I will continue to play. Right. Like again, I like Cataclysm. I love Pandaria. Um. I don't. I. I I'm not a huge fan of Warlords of Draenor. No, Warlords isn't fun. No, it's not that fun. But there are aspects again that I like. Some of the raids are fun. I do like Legion. So like
1: Legion's a good expansion. Yeah.
0: As they, as they go through these classic iterations of the expansions, like if, if you guys stop playing, I don't think I do. I think I stay with it and I probably will just stay horde on classic. Like I'll just find a new guild, find a new home, find a new raid team. That's just, you know, it's easy enough to do. Um, and, and there's even a chance I actually found a new group that I'm going to be running with in the retail version of Warcraft. They're going horde for Dragonflight. Gotcha. So I think I'm going to be horde in retail as well come Dragonflight.
1: Retail and class. we've converted you.
0: Which makes me think if you guys fall apart, maybe I'll just transfer to Alliance on Classic.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing stopped me from that, one.
0: Yeah. So I don't really know what I'm going to do. I... I Oh, man. I've definitely been sucked back into Warcraft. I've been putting so much time into it again lately. And I've fallen in love with a lot of the aspects of the game that I did enjoy back in the day. And I'm still enjoying it now. So I don't plan on stopping that anytime soon. Some guy just logged in next to me called Mind Freak. I'm, I'm assuming that's not Chris Angel.
1: It's probably Chris Angel. But
0: um, let's see. He just, he just got oh, done damn. with his he, he Vegas residency
1: show here. Yeah,
0: he flew away too fast. I couldn't see if he was a warlock or anything. Time um, to unwind. <laughs> So, Orc something. I just couldn't tell what class he was. Stupid Chris Angel. But uh, I'm excited for whatever Blizzard decides to do. Like, I hope they make the right decisions. I, I would love to see them take these expansions in a different direction still you know if they are going to do the cataclysm route do a different t- deep home that was the other Duh, zone D-
1: you're right yes deep home
0: that was the other zone in cataclysm that that's under, the one that's underground, a mountain, right under under the mountain yeah. yeah um not that great of a zone either but
1: it's not it's small too
0: it is kind of small um but they you know maybe they maybe they rework the zones maybe they introduce entirely new zones that people you know cuz people didn't like Fast year that much maybe they go a complete cuz they could do the same expansion just with a bit of a rework and i think that might be kind of why they're gauging people's thoughts on the zones on the raids on the content that was introduced in cataclysm because again it gives them the opportunity to see what players liked and what they didn't and they already have an idea right they've been doing this for a long time they know what people liked and didn't like when they released an expansion so it gives them the opportunity to rework these expansions and make them a better experience than they were the first time around Now, you know, the guy that hit level 80 first in in Wrath, he utilized a bug that was existent in 2008. So there's no guarantee that Blizzard fixes anything because that's their track record. That's how they do things. That's how they do. But there is the possibility, and, and that possibility makes me excited for what could potentially happen um but either way i'm really excited that we are in the thick of things with wrath of lich king man. classic i'm really and looking I'm forward to hell out of it uh, me too and i'm and i'm glad that you know we're all still pretty much able to get in and log in on on basically a daily basis right we're all still playing for the most part and
1: you know lindsay's we... lindsay's vacuuming downstairs by the way well oh, there you go so she's sure.
0: vacuuming you're playing warcraft
1: the you know it's, don't make don't make it sound like that, Brian. Jesus, <laughs> No,
0: who, who cares, right? You, you got leveling to do. She's got cleaning to do. It. That's how that's how it goes. <laughs> she doesn't have to level any characters. She um, should I should get her into World of Warcraft. Yeah, I've done it she with multiple girlfriends and wives, and I tell you, it's 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 fun for a while, and then it doesn't get so much fun anymore. Yep. yep. Um. <laughs> I know it, but uh. You know, I'm looking forward to when we step foot into Naxxramus and and start working on these raids as a group. I I'm really excited to see what happens, and I'm glad we. You know, this is now the third time we've talked Wrath of the Lich King Classic. That's probably the last time we talk about it. I think on any of our content because right. um, people are probably sick of hearing us talk about it at this point. But
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, I get it, Brian.
0: At least on this, at least on this show, they get to listen to some really excellent music. So That's I, true. I I, I hope you guys. Music
1: good music this expansion
0: yeah so i hope you guys have kind of enjoyed the the blocks and music that we've been playing throughout this discussion um you know we have another block about to come up and then i'll be back to close the episode out by myself so we will say farewell to kyle here i appreciate you sitting down with me as we sat here and you know we we did this entire recording while playing the game so um you and i you know i'm still going through dragon blight you're still going through howling fjord i think you went back over there right after your dungeon
1: yeah yeah, I'm back in there now. But I appreciate you yeah, having dude, I will I will talk World of Warcraft anytime, especially Rapid Witch King. Well you Breaking know what? I'm in.
0: probably gonna have you back to talk about the Dragonflight music at the beginning of December, so
1: Yeah, well, I'll be there. I don't know that I'll be I don't know that I'll be playing that uh that Well expansion. I will be. I will <laughs> yeah, be I know you will be. I'll
0: have a lot to say about it, but uh oh, look at that. The guild on the horde side, Twitch T V Balboski. Okay. Balbos- guess, Balboski. Balboski. I guess he's uh he was a paladin. He was a blood elf. Um but, but well, I'm a blood elf priest.
1: Dork. <laughs> Nerd. Female blood elf priest. Nerd. Nerd alert, everyone. You listen to the wrong podcast boys, go to the media files.
0: But yeah, now that we have a release date for dragonflight. November twenty eighth. That following week, after I get some experience with the expansion, you and I will probably have to sit down. I already want to do a bonus episode at the beginning of December on that music. I'm I'm sure that you know Blizzard music is always phenomenal. So that that expansion is guaranteed to have great music. I want to listen to it. I want to highlight it. So we, you and I will be back with another bonus episode in about two months time. But I appreciate you sitting down. Is there anything you want to uh, plug or? mention before you get on out of here.
1: Oh man, yeah. Go listen to the media files. I had Sean on recently. We talked about uh, She Hulk. That was a good one.
0: Yeah, that episode actually uh, will likely be posting tomorrow. I won't forget about this one like I did on your last one.
1: No, you know what? People love when Sean's on a show. I don't understand it. He's a, come, he's a likeable. He's they a likable guy. He's a likable guy. Sean. The crowds. The crowds show up for Sean episodes.
0: He's a likable guy. They. They are some of your best like reporting episodes. Like I in terms know. of download it's, numbers.
1: It's. It's baffling.
0: But it's also the content you guys talk about as well. We talk like, about Marvel stuff. Correct, yeah. and that's very popular. So is it Sean or is it Marvel? It's Sean. <laughs> Sean Hulk. Sean Hulk, exactly. I hope you guys made that joke during the episode.
1: We didn't. I just thought no. of it now.
0: Dang, that's unfortunate. I know. Yeah. I know.
1: That There's no justice in the world. No justice in this world.
0: But Kyle, you and I have some more playing to do, so I'll let you get on out of here. I appreciate you sitting down and chatting about World of Warcraft: Wrath of the King Classic with me.
1: Godspeed to you. Godspeed to all the BG maniacs out there playing uh, playing a World of Warcraft with us.
0: Yeah. If you're uh, if you're playing, let us know. I'm sure you're not on Grobulus, and if you are, you're pulling your hair out as we are, trying to get in, logging into yeah. the servers. Yeah. Nobody's on but, uh, We're
1: all in Garbulus's queue.
0: Yeah. We're all in the queue. We're not actually playing, but uh, we're gonna. Now that we are out of the queue, you and I were sitting in queue before we actually recorded this episode we are in the game now so we're going to keep playing for a few hours I'm going to kick to our last block of music here then I'll be back to wrap this episode up so let's go ahead and take a listen to the storm giants for of Warcraft Wrath of the Lich King again this released on November 13 2008 composed by the trio of Russell Brower Derek Duke and Glenn Stafford Coming up next, let's take a listen to The Titans, otherwise known as the war music from World of Warcraft Wrath of the Lich King. Again released on November 13, 2008, composed by Russell Brower, Derek Duke, and Glenn Stafford. closing out this block before we close out the entire episode, let's take a listen to Sindra Gosa from Mortal Warcraft Wrath of the Lich King released on November 13th, 2008 composed by Russell Brower and Derek Duke And unfortunately, that's going to bring us to the close of the show for another bonus episode of BG Mania. We don't have another bonus episode lined up until, as mentioned there with Kyle, uh, later in the year, probably the beginning of December, where we'll focus on the music found in another World of Warcraft expansion. This time, the brand new Dragonflight that I'm super stoked for, as mentioned earlier. So make sure you're tuning back in for that. But things will be returning to normal now. The normal episodes for October will be starting to post later this week, hopefully on Wednesday, but if not Wednesday, then hopefully shortly thereafter. Bedroth will be joining me for those. Hopefully Bedroth will be with me on all the episodes for October, just because it's the spooky season and they're all themed episodes, so hopefully he'll be able to join me for all those. But if not, we'll make it work somehow. I do hope you guys enjoyed this other bonus episode of BG Mania. I always love getting to take a deep dive into the music found within World of Warcraft, but like mentioned, that is unfortunately going to do it for this episode. We do want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania, made possible, of course, by RPGera.com. If you like video game music, and more importantly, you like us, and you want to help us grow this show, check the description box for ways you can do just that, including a link to join our Discord community. Click it, join it, and interact with us. Taking us out of this episode, we're going to take a listen to Citadel, otherwise known as the Ice Crown Citadel music, from World of Warcraft, Wrath of the Lich King again released on November 13th, 2008, and this one was composed by Derek Duke. Keep the music playing, and keep it loud.